Fakes contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Hey guys, Cooper here. Just wanted to say real quick before we jump into the first episode that there is a primer episode on our feed that gives a bit more backstory to the ongoing concept, so you have some idea of what the hell we're talking about. Anyway, here is the first episode of Failures and Fakes. Hello and welcome to episode one of Failures and Fakes. I'm your host, Cooper Nichols, and I am joined by three ex-members of The Ongoing Concept. Kyle Schultz. That's me, everyone. I was the uh, vocalist and miscellaneous things. (laughs) And everything else. TJ Nichols. I am uh, TJ, also known as Tyler. I attempted to play bass. That is true. (laughs) Solid effort. And Parker Schultz. (laughs) Hi, I'm Parker. We've done this about six times now, and I've said I'm the greatest drummer in the world every time. Uh, but you know, now Still it's kind true. of losing its its uh, luster. Its yeah, but I'll say it anyway. Hi, I'm Parker. I'm the greatest drummer in the world. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bullshit segment, which is the first thing you're going to hear today. It's a segue into everything else. That's right. And segues are dope as fuck. Like the game system. Oh, no, like not on Segas. Like on Benchwarmers. Segways. On Benchwarmers when they go to or in like Butt's house. Real life. Or oh. real life Segways. <laughs> oh, wait. I was They're thinking re- of uh, what Dreamcast. Sega. Right? The Sega. thing of Sega. Sega Dreamcast. Sega yeah. is not Segway. I was thinking, for some reason, I thought a Dreamcast was a Segway, but that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Where did not you even, get not even that close. from? I don't know. I never owned one, so that's maybe part a of it. A Dreamcast or a Sega? Neither, but they're both it's the same like we thing. we played a Dreamcast from... It's made by Sega. Oh, is it really? Yes. It worked. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we made a uh, post on the Metalcore subreddit asking for uh, questions from the subreddit subscribers, and we got quite a few. Um, James Baxter for now asks... In all honesty, does touring life suck? What are the pros and cons? What's the best part about tour life compared to home life? And what's the worst part about tour life compared to home life? Is yeah. that, was that what, what we're going for here? Yeah. Well, for me, I lost, I'm sure I lost weight. Uh-huh. Actually, that's not true. I gained weight. Is that Did a you pro really? or a con? I lost weight when lot. I was not on tour because I think I got fatter. Wow. Which doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense, but oh yeah, it does because fat weighs less than muscle because... I used to run around like, you know, no head chicken. TJ, what was the what were the pros and cons of touring for you? Pros: not having to clock in at work every day. Huge pro. Um, playing shows. Pro. Cons: I mean, sleeping in a van, being drenched with fucking sweat when you wake up. Huge con. Like the one of the biggest cons was just sweating. Amen. Sweating was terrible. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we uh, I think this was was this the first tour where we 
we drove through Redding, California, and it was 90 mm-hmm. something at three o'clock in the morning or and whatever. It smelled like onions. It's, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it it was like onions. pungent. I, I do remember there being a, a, a strange scent in the air. I don't remember exactly what it smelled like. But anyway, so we stopped after driving what? I don't know. Probably Who knows four how hour, long? Four hours or something. Oh. What did we play? No, because we were going. No, from we, Idaho to California is not four oh, hours. Yeah. It was, well, it was I'm talking about from the there. last time we stopped because mm-hmm. we stopped like at, on the border of California at McDonald's. Oh, I know. I, I was mean in, in general. We'd been driving the oh, whole time. Yeah, a while. Yeah. So we stopped because we're like, we're, we're dead ass tired. We're going to, we're going to sleep. And we all get ready to go to bed. And then someone, I think, who, who was it? Who was like, fuck it. We're going to keep driving. At least the air conditioner is on. Because it was so damn hot. Oh, yeah. It might I have been, know who, uh, it it might have been Dawson. Oh, maybe. We were all like, I don't think so. <laughs> so to this day, Redding, emotion. Redding, California and Bakersfield oh, for, fuck Bakersfield. for weather are my least favorite places. You know, Bakersfield, Bakersfield was that was a that was an uh, that was a called? day that was an anomaly. Was it? Was it yes. like exceptionally hot that day? Yeah. yeah. It was a hundred something. It was a giant heat wave that week. So you guys drove through the night so that you didn't have to stop and not have the AC running? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit. It was so hot that we stopped in a Walmart parking lot in what it wasn't Bakersfield. It was like just on the edge of the California border. And we lay down from it was maybe twenty minutes. And it was so hot. We were yeah. all drenched in sweat by the end of the 20 minutes. And that was before we would, because like towards the end, we would just go in a Walmart parking lot no matter what. And then uh, turn just leave the van running all night. Yeah, but we were trying to save money and be economical on the first tour. We didn't yeah. realize. Well, and we didn't want to destroy the van by leaving it idling for. Yeah. And then eventually we were like, who gives hours. a shit? Yeah. Yeah. Good God. It was It was bad. But I think honestly, the sweating, like it's not even the lack of sleep. It is waking up with your blankets and your pillow just wet. Like everything is so wet. That yeah. is probably the worst part. You're in Florida. You can't sleep in your van. You're just wet. I think that was the worst part for me. Like the loading in, bad. loading out. Well, that sucked sometimes sucked too. Sucked ass. Depending. But that was something that never bothered me. Loading in or loading out. When the venue was not set up well for it, it was not fun at all. I don't know. Yeah. I just didn't when you care. had to walk through a hundred people to get your gear out, that sucked. Yeah, because you're like, mm-hmm. excuse me, I'm gonna hit you with a cab. But it was something to do. That what it was awful. Something I, so I, I inconvenient. Knew. When you had some venues where it was so easy, and then you the next day are at this other venue, and it's like the hardest thing to get your stuff in the door, and it's like. It just pisses you off. At least it pissed me off. <laughs> Sorry, oh, God. And that's what me and TJ would say. Oh, this venue's a joke. Yeah, fuck this place. <laughs> or like some pl- a majority of places in Florida when they allowed smoking. It's like, fuck you. Fuck you. It is way like we are in a time where that is not acceptable. You don't smoke in a fucking venue. Which is funny because there's so many smoking bars in Idaho. Uh, yeah. Backwoods, man. Yeah. All right, Parker. What? Pro or con or both? Pros, Whataburger, uh, Fud <laughs> Ruckers, all the good food. Oh, late <laughs> night slice. <clears throat> Burgers and pizza. Uh, cons, well, definitely the sweating. 
uh, in the van. That sucked a lot because mm-hmm. it was almost every day you'd wake up. It's but, every day, bro. Yeah. Um. What else? I forgot. Well, I have an interesting con, and it never really bothered me, but it really, really bothered Courtney. Mm-hmm. Was looking back on it now, it would have been a lot cooler if we were able either to afford or take the time to actually do something in all the places we went to. Oh, we besides just we waiting? Just, we just go to the venue. Yeah. We sit there. We load in. And we sit there. And we play. And we sit there. And then we go. Right? <laughs> so there's like, there's like no adventure. I think... Yeah, I think that's like a huge misconception of what tour actually is, is a lot of it is waiting. Oh, like yeah. You get to a venue, you hurry to get there for load in time, which sometimes is at noon. You don't play till like seven or eight. So you wait for like four to six hours majority of the time. Yeah. And sometimes you need to because yeah. like there's stuff going on. And people need to check in with you or you need to check in with people. but Or like the Pope is in town. <laughs> that was a terrible day. The Pope was in town. Yeah, we played in Fra- Philadelphia and there Fra- was Fra- just Fra- like military just Pope everywhere. And it was a terrible show because no one, no one came because everyone's like, the Pope's in town. So we're looking at the Pope. The Pope. The Pope. Holy shit. Yeah. We didn't see him. No, we saw the is it military or army or... People with guns were around. <laughs> guns and Hummers. America. I just remember going to Subway. It was pretty good. <laughs> Parker's uh, subway, re- subway review of the day. I went pretty good. I went somewhere and got a Philly cheesesteak with somebody. Was it either of you? I don't think so. Oh. I don't know who I was with, but I went and got a good Philly cheesesteak. I never had one. I'm kind of bummed now Maybe that you Maybe it was with up. the Pope. Oh. oh, yeah, you know, me and the Pope, we close. He's woke. So how did the ongoing concept begin? Like meeting, like the initial thing. Um, we met when we were in what? I think Dawson and Jake th- became friends. Third what, or when, fourth grade or something. I think Dawson and Jake were friends like in first grade. Yeah, elementary school. Oh, yeah. So when you guys had moved from Creston to Post Falls we or moved, we moved was to, it Rathdrum? We moved to Rathdrum. Yeah. yeah. Um, we met our whole family met like on the soccer field. Yeah, probably. Right? I don't know if we were playing soccer together or if Jake and we Dawson were, we might've been memories foggy. Um, I remember dad praying for your mom, Crystal. Really? Because of her knee. Oh, really? And she was going in for surgery or just got out of it. So dad, dad like got down on his knees and was like, Laying hands and doing the whole bit. I, Damn. Do you not remember that, Cooper? I was maybe three. You were like we baby, were so baby. Young. Yeah, we were yeah. really young. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the first memory of the Schultzai family. Schultzai. That's our name. Mm-hmm. The Schultzes. Yeah, that was that was pretty... It's, it's pretty accurate. I mean, there was the... Your parents always threw that end of school party. And every New Year's year. Eve party. And, New Year's and, Year's and party. the yeah. Halloween party. Oh, yeah. Our dads would get together and jam the fuck out on yeah. their prospective instruments. Yeah. And we didn't go trick-or-treating. We just hung out at, at one of our Because houses. Halloween is Satan. That's right. Yeah. George Washington's we from the We still got a lot devil. of candy, though. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of, like, going to church and, like, receiving a butt ton of candy from 
churches or going house to house and like having the possibility of being molested by neighbors, we decided to have a family get together and hang there out. There was with a one lot another. of candy. There was a lot of candy. Yeah. There's always candy. We, we got a shit ton. Yeah. And we didn't have to work for it. <laughs> the best way. We got to, to stay in our normal clothes like normal people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why like I don't dress up for Halloween now because I never did when I was a kid. Not so because I never you're, cared to. Not because you're old. That too, but <laughs> well, I mean, people Marty my still age dresses dress up, up for all Halloween. the time. Most people, <laughs> that is true, do. Yeah, and they go to parties and stuff. I don't like it though. So, so it. what led to the beginning of the ongoing concept from being like lifelong family friends? What kind of was the catalyst for all of that coming together? Well, I mean, it was a family thing, Schultz family thing. First, it was just Dawson and I, and we would play really crappy crap. And then we made Parker play the drums. There you go. And then, and then just what Dawson just texted you one day, you said, right? Yep. Dawson texted and said, I know you play bass. You want to play bass for this band? But I mean, before I was involved, there was another guy. Yeah. yeah but it doesn't matter. And there it was, a couple. yeah, there was a couple. And I mean, even before Parker, it was like a thing with you and Dawson with Costas. Mm-hmm. And it was like Canadian bacon. Like there were, a bunch of different iterations of yeah. what yeah, the Schultz family all band meaningless, was. You know, not maybe not meaningless, but it didn't get serious. Fleeting. I feel like until I joined is when like things yeah. started was, to be taken serious. It was just concept first. Yeah, it was just concept. And the MySpace name URL was taken for concept, so it turned into the ongoing concept. Mm-hmm. That is the that is everything you need to know. Yeah, and that is why we don't ever say it because why would you care? Well, yeah, who cares? It's so dumb, so boring. And then I remember when I had joined, we took pictures all around Coeur d'Alene. We like did like back profile photos. Do you guys remember that? Oh, and we did like yeah, we like laid bad. down on the sidewalk and took photos. <laughs> mm. And I was wearing like a Devil Wears Prada, like super sceney shirt. Man, those days. And that's when, like, the first What Is My Destiny EP was recorded. And I wasn't there. And Parker had edited together, like, what was it, Creed? A Creed song video that's on YouTube. They're on YouTube. Probably still. Yeah. If you want to listen to Creed, my channel. If you want to hear some Creed, so many subscribers. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all five of them are so stoked right now. They have a lot of other good videos, too. They're mm-hmm. really bad. They're so bad that they're good. No, they're just good. No, Parker's Terrible Techno? That's so that good. That is the greatest shit ever. It, <laughs> and we a, use those for our intros for oh, a while are, yeah. and like sound checks and stuff. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Anyway. But yeah, so we just knew each other from day one hour zero. <laughs> Guys, I haven't been drinking at all. On air. So you guys released What Is My Destiny in 2010? I th- I think so. Yeah. And then... Arrows, uh, I think, was the year after. Yeah. Arrows Before Bullets came out in 2011. And, and then, then we recorded Saloon 12 and then re-recorded it during 13 a little bit, I think. Or no, we didn't. We recorded it. Had it all done. It was all done in one year. Yeah. It was just the end of 12. We finished it. And then it didn't get released until 13, like what... the summer june or something like that maybe it was august yeah june or august 
anyway. Or July. And that's just kind of it. We just kind of all knew each other from a long time ago. Like, because, okay, so me and Kyle are like a week apart. Jake and Dawson, Cooper and I's older brother, are how much, like three or four months apart? Jake's birthday? April, right? April and Dawson's January. January. So four months apart. Cooper and Parker are like a month apart. A month. Yeah. Yeah. Just about a month. It was meant to be. Some like odd, odd, fucked up synergy. Synergy. Yeah. The Schultzes of Creston. And the I don't know why you keep talking about Creston. It wasn't Creston. Because you guys always talk we about Creston. Were, we were born there, but we didn't born live in, there. Born in Creston. <laughs> born and bred. Then we moved down to Idaho, where we live now. Yeet! <laughs> <laughs> I have a truck. <laughs> I got a truck. And I got a Jeep. I got I got the Subaru, and I go mud and air day. <laughs> I take them four to six inch tires, and I go did run you around. Get, them did muds. you get a big old lift kit for your Nissan? <laughs> no, no lift kit, no, no lift. No, I don't. I'm not into that stuff. I don't like any of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Parker, how old were you when we signed a solid state? Mm, was I 14? You would have been, it was 2012. So you're four years. I can't do math. So. Four years younger than I am. You would have probably been 14, yeah. Yeah. And Actually, I, gra- I, th- I graduated you, well, in 2011. What You graduated in 2012? Yeah. 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 So 14. Parker was 14. I was 18. Ty- or Tyler was 18. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Mm, <laughs> whatever. Cool. <laughs> My parents had to sign like the. You guys, hour. remember when Adam, the A&R from Solid State, What's flew down? Artisan relations. Uh, Artisan repertoire. Repertoire, not relations. I'm fairly sure it's repertoire. repertoire. One or the other. Repertoire. So the artists. It's like it's whatever. like your it's like your point of contact at the label. Yeah. So like a lot of labels, like bigger labels, have like talent scouts that seek talent. Other smaller labels, indie labels, will they just didn't have find it in you guys. A&Rs. <laughs> Amen, brother. Uh, per reach. That's right. So Adam came down from Seattle, and we were all really stoked to be signed to Solid State. Because, like, for me, that was like a bucket list. The bucket list was it was a huge thing. Like Solid State. Like ninety percent of the bands that you had loved and do love, or have, or were on Solid, are or were on Solid State. Uh, not really R anymore. True, but I don't at think the time any bands it was R. On Solid State anymore at the are. time it was R. Now it's not. Yeah, yeah. and so it, was, it was like it was really cool. I mean, every yeah, majority of the bands that I liked were on Tooth and Nail or subsidiaries of it, which is what Solid State is. They're owned by Tooth and Nail, right? Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, yeet. Anyway, <laughs> yo, bro. You so only you read guys, once. You guys were together from like 2010 to 2015, right? Uh, what is my destiny to handmade was 2010 to 2015. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. I guess you could say that. I think. That's I think we official. were. I think we were actually playing. All four of us were actually playing before then. 
I think we maybe started in in uh, well, I don't know. no, it's probably 2010 when yeah. I because I when you were I joined like the yeah I was a junior in oh, high school. Okay, well then that makes sense. It Man, feels it, like a, like it was a long time, but it wasn't. Yeah, nine years is a while. I mean, like, it, but no, being the time in that it, we yeah, the time that we were in it, the five years. Oh, yeah, and I mean, it just started out as local shows, then it turned into playing places like the Grand Old Hermiston. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in a trailer park. Mm-hmm. That was Cooper. Weird. Do you know about Hermiston? What is Hermiston? It's Hermiston, a town. Oregon. It's like near Tri Cities, kind of right. Yeah, everybody yeah. drives around in circles at night, and we we literally played in a trailer park. That so is amazing. We played in a trailer home that when, was turned into a venue. No, I think it was a shop. I think it looked a lot like my shop, a Quonset hut kind of deal, you know, with the No, it turned into that later. Oh, that oh, but the oh, but the, the first the time. initial time that we played was in a trailer home yeah, that had yeah. a stage for a drum kit basically. It's very interesting. And then we slept at Walmart. Remember we, there was the same three cars every half hour? They, I do remember that. Yep. They would <laughs> yep. You think Idaho's like, bad for mud? No. They yeah. go mud at Walmart. They go night. hard it's in just, the mud. I I, we were so confused. Why are these? Why are these few people driving around in circles all night? Make I think any sense. Even even on that, like when we would play those random things. Like I remember Dawson being in the trailer by himself with his acoustic guitar, like writing songs. I don't remember that. And that's when I was that's when I introduced you were high <laughs> hiding. Oh, <laughs> that's when I introduced <laughs> you guys to uh, Juno. I think we watched Juno for the first time. Yeah, it was one of my favorite movies at the time. Oh yeah, you did show me that movie. Love Juno. Juno's um, good. Ellen Page has my Juno. Heart. That's not a bad movie. Juno, it's not. So, what were the venues that we would play in Spokane? The Boulevard. Which only the happened hop. a couple times. I know, the Boulevard was counts. called something else too before, right? I don't remember what it was called. The uh, gah. Where is our Googleist when we need her? She's sleeping. <laughs> the Boulevard. So the Boulevard was called something else, and there was some shooting there. It got shut down. The Big Dipper. Uh, the yeah, Big Dipper the, was a venue. Yeah. What was the A Club? Oh, it was A-Club, the A Club. The Seaside. Creighton Hop. Creighton Hop. Damn ass Creighton Hop. hop and fucking shit. And the A Club turned into Seaside, the which then turned Pinnacle. into oh, Pinnacle. Seaside, that's what it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the options for venues for the music that we played were dumps three? to shiny dumps. Like, there was no, like, nice venue for the kind of stuff that we were playing at the time. No. I'd say... The I'd Boulevard s- was the nicest when it was around at I'm, the time. I remember the Boulevard seeing Devil Wars Prada there when they put Plagues mm-hmm. out. Amazing. There was like all these like try hard as cities burn type local bands. Like, but that was the kind of stuff we were dealing with. It was like 100, 100 cap rooms to 200 cap rooms. And that's what we would play on tour as well. It's like dumpy ass venues. Yep. With like semi shady owners and yep. like generally pretty nice promoters. Bad bathrooms. And yeah. Shithole and shit none holes. of those venues are really around anymore. Like the Big Dipper is, the, the pin is, yeah. But that's about it. I, I mean, yeah. the Big Dipper is like the longest standing venue. Yeah. I think there was an oh the Empor- Emporium. In the, oh yeah, and yeah. there was one in like the cave. There was the cave. Oh yeah, which was a church. Which is is still a church, right? I don't know. I don't know. And then there was that other one that we played our CD release show for Saloon. 
That was in oh, what Otis was Orchards. Th- was no, that in Otis Orchards too? Oh, was it in Spokane? The cave was in Otis Orchards. Yeah, oh, okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking. But there was another the one that we had our CD release called. show. I know. I that don't one remember was that was half decent either. actually, and that was the only show we ever played there. Yeah. I remember being so bad at that show. Like, oh, me too. I was sick. Oh yeah. Do you remember at the cave when you played the cave and you were throwing up? You had like acid I did, reflux. I, I, I do remember that. Oof. And then I flipped off that thing and I was trying to show like, Jason Butler up. Not with your middle finger, like an actual flip. Yeah. I flipped off that, that, uh, they had like those weird half wall things or like yeah. three quarter walls. You yeah. used your ring finger. I did. <laughs> I told Jason oh, Butler, cause you know, Christians. I can flip you. <laughs> Do you remember when we went on warp tour in, well, we weren't on warp tour, but somehow we got into the barbecue Brian, times. Brian Mulligan f- got us in. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. So our tour and we our, took our, uh, our agent, book, booking, he agent. Was our booking agent, our first one. He was p- part of the talent agency. Is that right? I thought it was the agency group. Oh, the agency, it's the agency group. group. Yeah. yeah. So he got us in somehow into like the in. barbecue of warp tour, which means like after every warp tour, they would have like a huge barbecue that all the bands, all the crew, like after every, every show, yeah, every, every night. So it'd be like late at night, everybody's getting really fucked up and drunk. All the opening bands would cook. Yeah. Yeah. The opening bands, they would actually have to cook. Like that was part of their deal when they would sign on to being a part of warp tour. Oh my God. That they would have to like cook for all the artists. And damn, would they burn those burgers, man. Oh. They would char. <laughs> I didn't eat. I just drank. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like was it uh Matt Matt Griner Matt Griner talked to him. Yeah. Uh Alyssa took a picture with Ollie Sykes. Oh yeah, and he's tall. He's tall and that's he's when very he quiet. Like, he's like six two or something. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Very quiet. But all I said to him. He didn't say anything. And I remember Kyle waiting like two hours to talk to Josh Scoggin, even though it. we would tour with him like three years later. Yeah, I didn't do it. I felt weird. It was super weird. Like, it felt like we weren't supposed to be there yeah, the totally. whole time. Very and I, I remember wearing a flannel, and some other guy had the f- same flannel. It's like, I'm an asshole. Kyle, what were your expectations as a band? Like, where did you expect to go as a band? Uh, big. Like, that's so vague. Like, what does big mean? Make a living on it. Big. Like, not, like, buy some bougie-ass house and own, like, a crazy-ass business, but, like, be able to have, like, a decent income. Yeah. Living with your wife. Yeah. And a home that you a owned. Home. Yeah. I tell people sometimes that I'm retired because I don't play in the band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm retired. I'm on my second profession. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Parker, what were your expectations, if any? Um, I didn't really think about it because I was like... You were too young, probably. Yeah, and I was like, whatever, I guess I'm just doing this right now. So I think I, I guess I hoped that it would be like huge. But I was like, eh, I don't really know with this music if, like, if that's going to happen. That's kind of my feeling. So, like, I Did you expect like, like whatever. August Burns Red level big? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, me too. And I and I honestly think that there was that potential there. We just were too young and too dumb. Well, th- we got in too late too. 
and that didn't help. Yeah. I think that's a huge hindrance on like younger artists too, unless you have like some big amount of like support coming behind you, like say like a new artist, like young blood or like Halsey at the time, like they were really young when they started out. They've continued to maintain success because of the people that are backing them. We didn't have any of that with solid state. No. And like my parents are saying, they funded a ton of stuff. Yeah. And, and my parents are not rich, you know, like that's also part of it. If you got a wealthy family, mm-hmm. you have a fairly yeah, good shot at it easier. too. Yeah. Did you guys have any like, like ultimate goals that you wanted to reach in terms of like your band's influence or playing this venue with this band? Were there any like huge milestone moments that you were hoping for? Germany, I think, was like, okay, I'd be okay if nothing else happens. Like, that not, was a huge really. deal for me. But, you know. I remember we were on tour with The Granary and Wilson. It was like one of the first tours. And Corey had told Dawson that we were going to Christmas Rock Night. And I was so fucking excited. Like, that was a huge thing to cross off for me. It was like, signed to Solid State. Awesome. Like, perfect. This is what I've always wanted. Christmas Rock Night was, like, the next thing. It was like, I can't believe that we get to play Christmas Rock Night. Like, something that I had been thinking of since I was, like, 12 years old to be an 18 to 20-year-old, however old I was, to be able to say, like, we got to play Germany Christmas Rock Night. That was a huge milestone. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. And what... I don't know who I'm quoting or if it's even a, someone who said it, but a lot of people that are in fairly bar- large bands, th- they're still not satisfied with the level they're at, right? Like is they it, never made it. Yeah. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. We never made it in that sense, but I'm very, very happy with with what we accomplished. Yeah. I can say that for myself too, like from a personal journey like we hit every single milestone that I ever wanted to achieve getting signed to solid state playing Christmas rock night, going on tour with Norma Jean and Josh Coggin in 68. Like those were monumental things to me. And like, just to be able to say, like put that on my resume and be like, I did this shit, even though nobody else knows, you know, like from a personal perspective, like, yeah, you're content with that huge things. Yeah. And like, after we had decided to quit and after we did the tour with Norma Jean, I was totally like, this is awesome. Like what we have accomplished as a band and me personally as a human, like these are huge deals for me, even though we never got out of playing past 500 cap mm. rooms. And then the last Germany show was sick. So sick. Knowing that there were, n- there was nothing yeah. after. And, like we all played perfectly. <laughs> yeah. And I got that awesome picture. Yeah. Which is on the uh the cover art. As long as Chubby Coop. <laughs> what? Chubby Coop is fat, on there. Fat baby me He's is on so there. He's so cute. Um, uh, how did you find that picture? Facebook. Facebook. Where is Oh, it the cover f- art for the it's podcast. It's a picture yeah. of him. Oh. I just went to his Facebook and looked at photos it's it really there. good the i don't think i texted good. that but i love how so, that artwork turned out so that was like a lot of 
personal milestones for you? Because like we grew up listening to Norma Jean. Mm-hmm. All the bands we listened to were either on Tooth and Nail or Solid State. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, all of that. It was because it was everything that like your younger self wanted, right? Yeah, and because we were so sheltered that I didn't listen to anything outside of like quote unquote Christian music. Yeah, till I was sixteen, like everything that was that was like oh don't touch that don't listen to that like oh they swear like, yeah don't listen to that I, I mean I remember like listening to A Day to Remember for the first time and hearing like one of their songs say fucking in it and like feeling guilty but like also really excited and, like mom doesn't know that I'm listening to this like <laughs> this is really cool music you know yeah like even still the, maybe those records don't hold up but at the time it's like, oh, like there's something outside of like religious music in general. So Parker and Kyle, did you guys have like similar milestones? Because obviously you guys ra- were, you guys grew up listening to like really different music <laughs> than we did. Yeah. And the metalcore thing was a lot further from what you guys were into than us. Because like we well, grew up it, listening it to that It was, shit, we were into it by the time that things yeah. started there. But yeah. But yeah, like musically, we we came from a fairly different road. Very, very into dream theater. Very, very into dream theater. Mm -hmm. What else were you guys listening to before I had joined the band? Before you had joined the band, Mm -hmm. Uh, dream theater. I might have slurred my words. Dream theater. Literally, I think literally we listened to dream theater no matter what. Wasn't it like Toto? Wasn't that like a staple of your family? Okay, yeah. yeah. When we were younger, it was a lot of Van Halen. Yeah, and just classic rock stuff. That's what my dad liked. Joe Satriani, ACDC. And then Amy Grant. I like Christmas how you time. say Satriani. Satriani. <laughs> Satriani. How, how are you supposed to say it? Sat- Satriani. Satriani. Is that how we say it? Yeah. Satriani. Were there any like Were there any goals that you guys didn't accomplish, like as a band or personally? Besides the fact of not being able to make a living out of it. Yeah. That was it. We didn't yeah. make any money. That that was really it. I mean, how can you not be happy with having two full length albums? I mean, and you can argue their their awesomeness. I look back on some of the songs and cringe, but wait, which songs in particular? Oh, uh, uh, you are the ones a little cringy. Oh, but it's so good. Like maybe it is. Like. I'll give that tiny bit. A little bit, yeah. But, uh, man, I love that song so much. Like, the lyrics are cringy as fuck. They are. But I remember, like, recording that opening to that song and, like, Dawson walking around. I just can't get over the lyrics. I really can't. I mean... Because I had to sing them. Didn't you write some of them? I know, and and I feel (laughs) bad. Like, I'm just like, that was was a waste, I feel like, of, of lyric, you know? Or like little situation, that one's fairly cringy. The I think that was the only song that Parker ever contributed lyrics to. I remember going mm-hmm. in Canada in in Canada when we were in Canada. <laughs> we went to a church and it was like youth group night at John Velasquez, who was producing the Saloon record at the time. Um, and. Parker, we were like, me and Dawson were discussing lyrics for Little Situation. I totally forgot about this. I remember the youth group, but I don't think I was in on this conversation. 
but me and Dawson, Dawson's like sitting on his dare phone at the time. Oh yeah. That damn we like, dare phone. Yeah. We were typing out lyrics and Parker's like, what about this? And I don't remember the lyric. Me, I don't remember any of that. All I remember from that youth group was the stinky guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Explain. Remember? Have you not Super? noticed yet? Everyone, Parker is solely focused on food and scent. <laughs> That really stinky guy that like walked by us a few times and we were like, Ugh. oh yeah, because we were standing back towards the the sound booth, right? Yeah, yeah. of the youth group in the church yeah. in Alberta. It was Alberta, Canada, right? No, it's BC. It's, BC. it's over by. It's like yeah. kind of a suburb-ish of Vancouver, we, but not we even. ain't. We're not in Alberta. Langley, Alberta, Langley, British Columbia. Uh, so there was a stinky guy. Yeah, I, don't, I guess you don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, contributing anything, but that you whole did. Album. Oh, and then the other, the other <laughs> the major, the one after that, the, the other major contribution was on handmade when he did the three claps on melody. Cha cha cha. Is that it? That that's yeah. that's what I remember. You, I mean, besides the fact he played the drums on everything, but <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But like I didn't contribute a whole lot to Saloon either. Yeah, you were. You had much more. I mean, I was there handmade. the entire time that Dawson was, We were. I mean, we were in his bedroom the entire time that we were recording the initial demos for Saloon and like, just sitting on his bed, watching him like go away. Like, was it, I think it was, you are the Screaming one. Screaming into his closet. Oh yeah. But you are the one like started out and he wanted to make like an attack attack sounding song. Oh, really? Yeah. That was like the initial idea. Like every song that we'd ever written basically started from what does this, like, what can we make this sound like oh, and then make it our own? Or we like titled it like uh, Cover Girl was the Bring Me the Bring Horizon, Horizon song. song. Yeah. yeah. I remember just doing that kind uh, of like labeling me- a song. Melody was initially like the Imagine Dragons song. Cause like. Really? The entire beginning, isn't it? I get a little bit bigger than that. That song? Do you know that song? Yeah, I know yeah. that song. It's with Not like the first album. Yeah. <laughs> but when we were recording or when we were doing the CoverGirl video, that song had like just hit, and it was like number one in America. And we were also like starting to write "Handmade," and that was like the catalyst to why Melody started was that song i did not know that yeah really mm-hmm. huh. clap 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 cool story right i just hate that song i really hate that song so i think we should uh wrap this up with one more question from our hostess with the mostest cooperist okay this one is is personally from me um, oh because if it, if it, but can it from, be from you and not personally well it's from my personal brain it's from your oh, person, okay. on your person. What was, Not from your absorbed twin? What in was your brain from cavity? Your brain? God, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just won't let Cooper ask the question. <laughs> what was the nastiest shit you guys saw on tour? Go for it. I don't know if we're thinking the same thing. I was thinking that Bakersfield toilet. It's oh. all going oh. back to the oh. beginning. All the toilet paper everywhere, shit everywhere. <laughs> like... Literal shit on the ground in this toilet. That was really bad. Shit I kind of forgot about it because I made myself forget about it. Like, what were you thinking of, Parker? It was like, what, 113 degrees? It was yeah. very hot. I think, I think that sounds right. It was in the one teens. Maybe. It was like the hottest day of Mice and Men was headlining this 
fucking damn ass festival in Bakersfield. It's <laughs> a stupid ass festival. And we we sat in Brian Mulligan, our agent at the time's car, his like rented Prius or something because he had a motorcycle. It was a Chevy Cruze. Was it a <laughs> Chevy Cruze? <laughs> we sat in that thing and had him drive us around because it was so hot outside that we just needed air conditioning. Like that's how hot it was. It was bad. Going from Idaho weather to California. And this bathroom, like not exaggerating, it was like a metal toilet. Mm-hmm. And there was at least like 10 pounds of toilet paper and ass juice on the tile of this bathroom floor. Oh, I know what I know. I know mine. It's similar to this, but I know Uh, mine. Okay, Kyle, go. Okay, so I think it was St. Patrick's Day in in Savannah, Georgia. Fuck! I wasn't there. Okay, and there was a long ass line for the bathroom, okay? Long. Wait, you need to like preface this with we played in the basement of a pizza shop on St. Patrick's Day that took us 30 to 45 minutes to find a parking spot to just load in. Okay, And it took us two hours when we got off the freeway to even get to the venue because the traffic was it it literally did not move. And then another two hours to get out of the city. Yeah, it was so bad. St. Patrick's Day is not a good place to be when you're in a large city. Fuck it. Yeah, there was no one at the show because the promoter's like, oh, I didn't realize the show was on St. Patrick's Day. Dumbass. That was, it was interesting. But anyway, so there was the longest ass line for the bathroom. And everyone's just like kind of getting in there, getting doing their business, getting out. And like, I'm like third or fourth from getting in there. And, and they're like, you're going to make it quick, right? Because everyone's like, got to go, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I got to shit, man. It's not, it's not a tinkle, man. It's, I got to shit. So they're like, oh, man, you better make it quick. And uh, so I get in there and there's just like toilet paper, like flapping over the sides of the lid. Toilet paper flapping over the sides of the lids. Like there is no way that toilet is ever flushing ever in its life anymore. Flappy okay? paper. Like you said, like 10 pounds in the bowl. And I'm just like, well, I'm hovering it then. So I just drop this massive shit on top of this toilet paper. Ah, you, <laughs> you pinched just it added, out, huh? I did. Out of the toilet? What's that? You just added to what was there. I just added. Just squat and dumped. I just squat and dumped. Nothing to it. Quick plop. <laughs> so, oh, so oh. I, I, I just want to know what everyone else who came in, because I knew I took a shit. I told them. <laughs> so I just want to know what they were like. Oh, damn. That's a long curly one right there. You know, I just want to know. That was, Did that you was run a, out? No. Oh, man. I, like, it was like quick. I was like out of there like in a minute. And they're like. Oh damn, dude! That so, was so, hold fast. On, hold on, hold you on. just like rocket a shit out of your asshole. Yeah, and then just walked what? out. Did you wipe? <laughs> yes, of course I wiped. I don't know if I tried to like cover the shit a little bit with my toilet paper or not. I could have. Oh my god! But that was that was that just, was awesome. You lay the toilet paper over it. I might have <laughs> just to kind of like the okay. toilet paper, you know, <laughs> to mask it for a couple people, and then and then you know, then maybe people would forget who it was. I don't know. Oh, that is my worst nightmare. My God, the old hover shit. <laughs> All of the public bathrooms didn't matter where; it just sucked. What was your most disgusting Probably moment? Bakersfield. I feel like you were going to say something before. I can't say that one. Just say it. In Oregon, when we were at someone's house, and we came out, and they were fucking in the van. <laughs> 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 
Oh my god. And your van? No. Oh, <laughs> their van. Okay, so we don't need to say the band, but we were on a week-long tour with two bands. And there were four days out of seven actually were booked, right? Something like that. We had gotten out of some dumpy ass show, like all the dates on that tour. And we showed up to this like cabin in the woods. There were people in there. I th- mean, maybe I'm not remembering this right, but there were like random people sleeping on the couch in this house. Yeah. We just we, went we there went, to shower. Yeah. So you, there was just people fucking. Yeah. I mean, but that <laughs> van had. So it was like, our tour van. Yeah, but yeah, the suspension was obviously worn out because that fucking thing was <laughs> whoa, whoa, it was moving so far, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, do you feel like that's affected you later on in life? No, like you were. It was just kind of a really shock young. Then. I remember it being a shock to me. Yeah, you were like, okay, let's let's go. Like, okay, Parker. <laughs> Cover I, your eyes. I, man, I, I don't think people like understand like the gravity of a 14-year-old, whatever you were at the time, like s- experiencing that sort of life, going from like a like s- stable household in America, in <laughs> Idaho, going to like dumpy ass random house cabin. In maybe suburbia. It was gross. Just so we can shower. Just so we yeah. can shower. Like, it was all such a shock to all of us. Like, especially for Parker, because he was so much younger. But there were, like, people in that house that were, like, drinking, and it was, like, eight in the morning. It was, it was like, rough. really yeah. early in the morning. People still shit-faced from the night before. Like, it was all so new to us, perfectly good Christian, well-meaning boys. And that was the one tour that we did that Bible study on. (laughs) Amen. Good thing you did. Oh, so fucked. I feel like every episode should end with like a story of like, what was really gross to you on tour? I, had, okay. I have not thought about me taking that shit in a I long time. There, <laughs> Thank you for be, making yeah. me remember that. I think there would be a lot of stories about that. <laughs> a lot of poop? Because it was like a daily thing where it was like, ew, yeah. fucking humans live like this? But oh. having to having to just find a place to shit is my worst nightmare. Or like showering in, like we would shout, we would take like our tent shower thing that Kyle had bought and constructed with our 10 gallon water jug. That we would leave in the sun. Like, we would go out in the middle of, like, strip malls and, like, shower and brush our teeth. There was no comfort no. at all. It was, your feet are on cement and you're showering today. Because you're- otherwise you might not have a chance for another week. Otherwise you go into, like, some drug-infested, heroin-fucked-up house that a 14, 15-year-old kid is going to see. Like, ugh. It's a weird place to grow up. Yeah. I can't even imagine. It's very impressionable. I'm surprised that you weren't like, I don't know. You're a, yeah, I, I just was kind of like, whatever. I know, but that's like, you're the, you're the most easygoing out of all of us. So it's very good thing that you were the youngest when all this happened. Yeah. I wouldn't say easy. Parker is an easygoing person. Parker I'm is sure a he is. diva ass bitch. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm everything. <laughs> and you know what else I am? I'm the greatest, the greatest drummer, drummer in the world. world. <laughs> 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 All right, that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you for tuning into episode one of Failures and Fakes. Uh, real quick, I'd just like to give a huge thank you to the folks on Reddit who gave us questions for the show. If you would like to hear a question answered on the show, shoot us an email at contact at failuresandfakes.com. Check out our website, failuresandfakes.com, if you're insane and want more of our bullshit. We will see you next time. Guys, we should do a, a sing-along thing. Oh, let me start it. You are the one. Not confined. I can't find another. You are.